Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey guys, welcome to the beauty and business of blackness. I'm your host, Sheena. So let's get down to business. Why? Because my beauty is my business. Hey guys, it's that time of the year. I'm talking about the coolness that is Afropunk 2016 on today's episode. Beautiful blackness is on full display and I can't deal. Activism was in action in South Africa at the Pretoria Girls School, where the preteens protested the ridiculous hair rules that are in place. Finally, Alicia Keys went barefaced to the VMAs, and I'm swooning over her skin while others have put her under fire. Why must our beauty always be so controversial? Okay, guys, so let's kick off today's episode talking about the Pretoria Girls School protests in South Africa. It's been a widely discussed topic all across social media and other news as we've watched these images, these beautiful images, really, of these young black teenage girls fighting back against the school system um, in regards to beauty standards that were put into place. So with the advent of the new school year, students at Pretoria High School for Girls in South Africa had great angst regarding uh, the seemingly racist, strict hair rules that were in place by their school. Students had been told that wearing their hair in its natural Afro state was against policy, and their hair had to be straightened to fit the beauty standards set forth by the school. Uh, These beauty standards were more so in line with Western civilization standards of beauty, with straight hair, pulled back tight, worn low, things of that nature. This in Africa, guys, South Africa, Western beauty standards sweeps the world. I don't even get that. But in Africa, they were not allowed to wear their hair in its natural state. So this is my understanding on how the protests kicked out from the various news reports, most notably Al Jazeera, who had some really great reporting on this topic. So it's reported that a 13-year-old black girl was disciplined after writing an essay on the suffering black women experience at the hands of white privilege. Following her essay, probably a few weeks later, she was disciplined by a teacher who told her that her hair was unruly. So on Friday, August 26th, the students 
fed up with the ridiculous racist hair rules, took to activism and dressed in all black and wore head wraps, which are against the school policy. So they changed their garb up to look more so uh, like Black Panthers. And this wasn't the first time a student was disciplined about wearing their hair in a natural state. This was just the final straw for the young girls. They had had enough and they really decided to start pushing back. So before I go any further with this, let me align y'all on what the school policy says about hair or appearance because it is crazy. So this is the policy. All hair must be brushed. If hair is long enough to be tied back, it must be tied back neatly in a ponytail, no lower than the nape of the neck with a navy blue elastic. Ponytails may not be vis visible from the front. No crocodile, banana, or other fancy clips are allowed. All hair must be off the face and not in the eyes. Hair buns must be tight with no loose hair and have to be worn at the neck and not on top of the head. So no top buns or top knots or whatever you call them. The hair may not cover the elastic. So that tells you right there that nice Afro ponytail will not work because it will definitely cover the elastic. There's no dyeing, bleaching, highlighting, coloring, color washing, color rinsing, relaxing of hair, causing a change in color, or shaving of hair in any way allowed. Cornrows, natural dreadlocks, and single braids with or without extensions are, are allowed, provided they are a minimum of, or excuse me, a maximum of 10 millimeters in diameter. Singles or braids must be the same length and be the natural color of the girl's hair. Braids shorter than collar length must be kept off the face with a plain navy or tortoise shell Alice band. Longer braids must be tied back. No beads or decorations in the hair. Cornrows must run parallel from each other from the forehead to the nape of the neck. No patterned cornrows. All styles should be conservative, neat, and in keeping with the school uniform. No eccentric fashion or styles will be allowed. So before I even dive any deeper into this, I'm just going to say this. I think that school in high school is a time where kids really begin to figure out who they are, what their identity is about. They start playing around with a little bit more. So they do some things that may be a little bit off color, but it's in finding who they are. And that's perfectly fine, I think. I believe these very strict rules are asinine and archaic um, that deserves to be challenged. But more than anything, I get why the girls are challenging why they can't wear their hair in a natural state because, you know, these rules are so strict. You have to have basically a bun and it has to be at the neck and it has to be very neat and tidy. And anyone who has natural hair, because I have natural hair, we know what it's like to get your hair to be pulled and taut. It doesn't do it. So whatever. So there are definitely some things in there that are anti-natural black hair is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm natural, have been for about six years or so. I wear weaves from time to time, but I love my natural styles too. So to tell these kids that their natural hair and beautiful styles are unkempt, unruly, unprofessional, or whatever is absolutely horrible. That is teaching self-hate, point blank, period, end of story. It is truly ascribing to the Western ideas of beauty and negating that beauty of black women. This is something we see here in the U.S. on display at a lot of companies 
for instance, we've seen it at a school in Kentucky, and we've had it has been happening in South America as well, especially in Brazil, where there has been a lot of pushback on beauty standards uh, in regards to what's considered beautiful and the darker your skin and the kinkier your hair, the less beautiful you're seen by people in South America, most notably Brazil. So this is definitely something that is throughout the world. It's not uh, just found in South Africa and it's not just found here in the U.S., but it's definitely all over. So black women and black girls are constantly being told that our hair and our natural styles are anything but beautiful. I just have such a major problem with this. I really do. As long as my hair is combed and it's not just out of control and seriously unkept, what is the problem? Like, we have to get away from these ideals, these beauty standards that you have to have long, straight hair and you have to make sure your hair looks like this and it can't be big and curly and kinky like those styles considered not professional or uh, in locks or any of those more of our ways that we wear our hair to protect our hair in its natural state. I'm just floored by this and I am I just can't believe what's happening, but you know, these are the beauty standards we have in a place. And this is one of the reasons why I started this podcast. It really is. I really wanted to have the opportunity to address these situations and these topics and to bring them to light and and say, you know what? It's we are beautiful in our natural state. Our hair is gorgeous. Um, we have really cool styles so we could do with our hair. It allows us to be more creative because of the texture of it. And I believe that we should be able to do those things. We should not be confined to this space that our hair has to look like a European woman's hair. Our hair does not do that very easily. It doesn't grow that way naturally. It is not naturally straight. Some people is, but most people does not have not, do not have naturally straight hair. It's curly. It's kinky. It's wavy. It's got some type of texture to it. And it's... I don't think we should have to damage our hair, you know, by chemically processing it or always um, flat ironing it to look a certain way just so people can feel comfortable being in the space with our hair. That's the best way to put it. People want to be comfortable to be in the space of our hair. And so we have to change how we look to make others comfortable. That's just absolutely asinine, if you ask me. I just don't get that. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But I can say this, I am so proud of these young girls who are out there protesting, letting their voices be heard. They know that there is nothing wrong with their hairstyles and these rules set forth by their school are racist and definitely perpetuating a form of self-hate. I applaud these young ladies. It is a shame. We have to constantly fight for something that is natural to us because others doesn't, others don't understand it or it doesn't fit into their narrow framework for what beauty or professionalism is. Just amazing job by these young ladies. Um, I can say this, that uh, in the past couple of days, since the news story first broke, there has been some action taken by the government um, that I've been siding with the girls, and they have halted, in a sense, the rules for a moment as they investigate them further to see if they truly are um, racist in form and if it's something that the school should be 
uh, perpetuating further. So we shall watch this story. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to keep you guys up to date on it. I'm going to make sure that uh, I discuss it either here on the podcast or on the blog. So make sure you uh, tune back in. But again, those girls, awesome job at getting some action in place and starting to make the ball roll when it comes to uh, changing or actually, let me say change when it comes to challenging uh, the, the hair rules that are put into place by your school that are absolutely ridiculous and anti your beautiful natural hair. So you girls rock, keep doing what you're doing. <sighs> I can go on and on about the topic, but I'll spare y'all today. I support the girls of Pretoria High. Keep at it, girls, until you see the change that you know has to happen. You have major, major, major support from black women around the world. So proud of you guys. So as we know, women's beauty is always a source of conversation, whether good or bad, as we've seen what's happening in uh, South Africa with the Victoria High girls, bring it over here back to the U.S. at the VMAs this past Sunday. Alicia Keys continued her stance on living a makeup-free life. I know you guys probably have seen this online where she's been talking about how she has decided to go barefaced uh, without makeup, and she's been out at events and whatnot completely without makeup. She's sticking to that stance. I I applaud her in doing that, by the way. That's really cool. Unfortunately, of course, there's always another side to every story. She has come under great attack for that decision, especially because she decided to do it at the VMAs. Um, It's ridiculous, really. People are commenting on her appearance at the VMAs, MTV's Music Awards that honors the music industry. Alicia was a presenter at the show that night and went fresh face with the red dress and braids. People apparently were not so happy that she decided against makeup and attacked her parents, stating that she should have worn makeup, that she is anti-makeup, and a bunch of other foolishness. Look, people, now I love makeup. When I tell you I am the queen of Sephora, I should own stock in the company because I purchase so much stuff. I love makeup. I think it is really cool. I love what you can do with yourself, how you can create different looks for yourself just by changing an eyeshadow and lipstick and adding or removing a blush. It's just absolutely amazing. I love highlights. I love it all. I am a makeup junkie. Um, In a past life, I must have been like a makeup artist or something because I am just enamored with it. And it's one of my favorite pastimes, honestly, just playing in makeup. That's what I do. And just because I love makeup so much, I don't think that everyone should always have to wear it. I don't want to always wear it. A lot of the, sometimes, not a lot of times, sometimes I go out without makeup or just with a concealer, but sometimes completely barefaced, depending on how I'm feeling. And I, I think that's perfectly fine to do. My skin is healthy, and so that's what I like to do. But I don't think that a woman has to always have to wear makeup to be beautiful. I believe wholeheartedly in embracing our natural beauty and being comfortable in the skin that we're in. I don't think Alicia's stance was anti-makeup. I just don't, guys. I really don't believe that was the case. I don't see how anyone would jump to that conclusion, but these folks out here are doing acrobatics to do so. It's insane. Her option out of makeup is her stating that she is going to live her life how she wants to live it and on her terms. There is nothing to extract from that from the other people or what they choose to do. Um, I think that she's just standing 
in what she believes to be best for her own self. And that's great. But, you know, we got people out here on social media saying she's anti-makeup and that I'm not, I can't even go further into it. I think it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous stance to have. Other folks felt she should have worn makeup because it's an awards show, as if not being weighed down with layers of foundation and concealer somehow unkempt. Her skin was flawless, people. Flawless. She didn't need makeup to get the flawless look. Her skin was beautiful, and we know she's had struggles in the past with her skin, and to see it just nice and clear and just glowing, gorgeous, okay? I love I love good skin. Uh, that's why I'm, I started this skincare line, Rise Beauty Company, because I believe in the health of skin, of your own skin. It's important that it's healthy and that it's glowing and that it's beautiful and that it's radiant and that it is clear of not just blemishes, but of bacteria that's not good for it and that's clogging the pores and things like that. So I am pro-healthy skin, and she was all about the healthy skin that was on full display that night. So, I uh, she didn't need makeup, you know, she just didn't need it. There was nothing ugly about her appearance without it. Yeah, I believe people are just quick to attack folks, especially celebrities, when they are seen without makeup, as if a woman's natural beauty just doesn't exist. We should be comfortable in our own skin without it. We have seen these attacks before, though. Kiki Palmer, for instance, she was attacked when she went without makeup on Snapchat. She did a quick snap and didn't have any makeup on and was immediately placed under fire by so many ridiculously rude and ignorant people who talked about her appearance and how she should never do that again and she should always wear makeup. You know, we've seen it where a beauty pageant queen was attacked when a picture of her was online without makeup and she had to come out and to say, hey, this is just, this is how I look without makeup. I don't have to always be in layers and layers of foundation. I just don't think I have to and I don't see the problem. And we had gotten a nice little hashtag that was created that came out of after that where a bunch of women started posting pictures of themselves with or without makeup uh, side by side so that people could see, this is me without makeup, this is me without makeup, beautiful either way. That's the, that's the whole point, beautiful either way. And it's disgusting that people feel otherwise, like you have to have on makeup to be beautiful all the time. No, you don't. We need to allow women to know and embrace our beauty that they have with makeup and without makeup. To tear down someone because they don't look like you want them to look at a particular moment is just asinine and juvenile. It's stupid. Let people live their lives. We should be uplifting, not finding new reason to tear folks down. This is what I got to say. Alicia, girl, keep rocking your bare face. Your skin is thriving and glowing. And because of it, uh, because you're going bare face and your confidence in doing so on the big stage is so endearing. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for letting women know that it's okay to be comfortable to come out with your natural, beautiful self on display. I love it. Big ups to you, Alicia Keys. Just awesome, amazing thing. Quick note also on the VMAs. Um, I'm just going to say something real quick about this. Not going to jump into it because I feel the trolls don't even deserve the they don't deserve the attention to talk about it too much. So 
Also that night, um, there was, there were people attacking Blue Ivy and Blue Ivy's appearance. They're ignorant and they're stupid. That's all I got to say. She's a four-year-old kid who attacks a child, a silly, stupid person who is just don't know, don't understand, and just have all types of hate up in their body and in their heart. It's sad. And I don't like it. You know, I think people need to lay off the kids. You don't like her mom, then you attack her mom, but you do not attack a four-year-old. That is just ridiculous. Although I don't understand how anybody can hate Beyonce. She's so amazing. Oh, and also today, the day of the recording of this right now is Sunday, um, September 4th. And it is Beyonce's birthday. For those that don't know, uh, it's the Queen Bee's birthday. So happy birthday, Beyonce. And we love you. We love Blue Ivy. She's gorgeous. She's great. And she's, I know she's going to be a cool kid growing up. So big ups to the, the Carters over there, wherever they are, who knows, somewhere in the world. I see on my Instagram. Oh boy. So yeah, that was the VMAs. Uh, again, Alicia Keys, you look great. I'm loving the beautiful, glowing, healthy skin, girl. Keep, keep at it. Keep rocking it. Keep doing you. So that takes me to the last segment of today's podcast, Afropunk 2016. Beauty and fashion on full display. Oh my God. I don't know if you guys, I don't know. I was not in attendance insert sad emoji face seriously I wish I was I had followed Afropunk for a couple of years now and I've always been in awe of the beauty and individuality that is presented each year beautiful black men and women are out there rocking out to good music with an artistic flair like none other so I stand the Afropunk hashtag this weekend or last weekend to take in the gloriousness of the festivals the looks wow just ugh. Amazingly beautiful people, Be- beautiful, big, curly and kinky hair, flowy dresses, free spirits. It was all there and it was all wonderful. That festival to me is the epitome of black beauty. It is hashtag carefree black boy, hashtag carefree black girl to find. There is a freeness in this approach. People are being who they are without having any place in the box what society says they should be or look like. That to me, honestly, guys, that's true beauty. I wish at this point I could just be out of a, I could just bust out a slideshow of the images that came out of Afropunk this past weekend. I really would like, this is the moment I wish I, it was a video blog so you guys can like see the pictures because it was just all this amazing beauty on display, beautiful, growing, glowing, melanated skin just everywhere. It, it, I, it absolutely amazing stuff, guys. Beautiful skin, gorgeous makeup, big hair, dope clothes. It was all just everything. If you haven't already, pop in a Twitter or on Instagram and search for Afropunk to see it all. It's glorious. Trust me. We need that, though. We need to have the ability to break free and define our beauty in our way individually and express that. We can't always do it, especially if we work in corporate America. So outside of those venues, we need to embrace the full individuality of our spirit and release it like that's that, that's what we need to do guys afropunk allows us to do that in a space without judgment it's such a cool concept there's beauty and individuality and freedom of self-expression that is unmatched i love it so if you guys haven't check out the images from it i know you'll enjoy it it's just it's truly black girl magic and black boy joy in full display on full display love it I love every moment of it 
I just think that we need the events like this. We need venues like this. We need these opportunities to just be ourselves and to break away from the um, Western civilization standards of beauty that have truly been imposed upon us these past, I don't know, few hundred years. <laughs> it's been something that's been imposed on us. It's, you know, we are forced to believe that we have to look a certain way, which I think is crazy because it's funny how their beauty or Western civilization's ideals of beauty have been imposed on us, but it's a lot of our features that are being chosen as forms of beauty on fair-skinned people, I shall say. But that's okay. We have great, beautiful features, you know. Our full lips and full bodies and beautiful hair that is can be worn in so many different ways. It's our gorgeous melanated skin, our bronze and browns and deep dark colors are just gorgeous, all of our shades. And I'm excited and happy that people at least see it as beautiful and want to take on those elements of beauty for themselves. So even though we feel ourselves are being, excuse me, we are being forced or pushed to look a certain way and mostly with like our hair and whatnot, we don't have to. Now I want to say this real quick though. I'm not knocking straight hair at all because as I talk to you right now, I have a straight hair weave uh, in my head. I just got my hair recently done and, uh, but like I said earlier, I my hair is all natural. I rock my natural hair often. You can see pictures of me out there with twist outs and whatnot because I love my natural hair. But I also love it so much that it needs to be protected. And uh, so I, I wear weaves sometimes as a protective style and so that I'm not constantly pulling and tugging and messing with my hair because I'm one of those people who have hair and hand syndrome. That's me. I am one of those people who cannot live without touching my hair. I'm always touching and picking and pulling at the curls and all types of stuff. And it frizzes out more and more and more and more <laughs> all throughout the day. And here in St. Louis, we have crazy humidity. So uh, I really don't need to be added to the frizz level because the humidity does it all by itself. But I am definitely a hair and hand syndrome person who totally needs help. Uh, with that being said, I have my straight hair in right now. A lot of times I wear like a curly hair, but Simon's straight. So not knocking that. I don't think I have, I don't have a problem with girls who do it, who wear the hair like that. I think the freedom that we have to wear our hair any way we want is that freedom that we should walk in all the time. And you can do whatever you want to do with your hair. You can do whatever you want to do with your nails. I think that people have that right to have freedom of the beauty of self-expression because self-expression in our beauty is what makes us who we are. And that coupled with our fashion is a way for us to put on display our personality. And I think that's an awesome thing. It really is an awesome thing that we should be doing, um, Right now, especially in this Facebook age, nothing against Facebook, but we have people who live under a guise of what are they pretend for Facebook or for Instagram or for Snapchat to have a certain life or 
certain things and they're not being them true selves. They are still being put in a box or allowing themselves to be put in a box to fit in for whatever reason. They want to be this person because this person is what's getting all the attention instead of being who they truly are. And I think true beauty, I believe in my heart, true beauty is being who you are without caring what others think about it. What you like to do, wearing your hair the way you want to wear your hair, wearing clothes how you like to wear them, being comfortable within yourself and living that confidently is true beauty. It really, really is. You don't have to allow yourself to be forced in a box or in Lemonette's box. Living in a box does nothing but make you feel as if you can't go further than you can go. And so Afropunk definitely allows people to do just that, be themselves fully, wear their hair, how they want to wear it, wear different body jewels and jewelry where they want to wear it, wear their clothes that they like to wear, and just be fun and free in that moment, in that space with other people who are fun and free at the same time. I can only imagine what the vibe must have been. Like I, can, I have to make it to Afropunk, guys. Next year, I'm there. I'm there. I'm going to be in New York. I'm going to be in Afropunk. You'll see me there. And I'll be free. <laughs> I'll be a free spirit out there dancing to the music because that's what we need. And I think that event and events like that are so awesome and so dope because they give you that ability to be yourself freely in a space that celebrates that freedom. And that's awesome. Seriously, guys, that's cool. So if you have, haven't ever been to Afropunk and you don't know what I'm talking about, for real, go on Twitter, go on Instagram, search the hashtag for Afropunk. You'll see a lot of the different pictures that people have taken while they were there this past weekend. And just immerse yourself in that true beauty and joy that was experienced to Afropunk, obviously. Uh, there are a few other events that comes up that's similar to Afropunk. And uh, I know if, as I come across those, I'll discuss them on the show because they, it's all about beauty and blackness. And so I really want to make sure I talk about those things. I really, really, really wanted to talk business this week, um, but it just, there was so much happening in the space of black beauty and it being under attack these past, this past week that I had to talk about those topics. I just had, I had to change what I was going to do to talk about those topics because we needed that discussion. I wanted to have that discussion. I wanted to bring it out and put it out there. I wanted to make sure that I was uh, bringing up the Pretoria Girls School protests because I love the spirit of activism that these young girls are showing. Uh, the images that came out of those protests are absolutely amazing. They are so deeply moving. I can't even put words to it. Um, and my, I, I support those girls because those girls are doing some, something really great. They are setting up for what they believe in and setting up for their own ability to celebrate their own beauty as it is and not being forced to conform to what others believe their beauty should be. And so I'm supporting that and I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk about Alicia Keys and the VMAs and how people feel that beauty has to be one way, that we have to be um, covered with makeup kind to, in order to be beautiful, that our natural beauty isn't good enough. And I, I just want to challenge that because that's just not the case. We are naturally beautiful people. Take care of yourself, take care of your skin and allow it just to shine on its own some days. You don't always have to be 
full covered in makeup, uh, no woman should have to always be um, made up in order to be seen as beautiful. We should be seen as beautiful just because we are beautiful. And I, I really wanted to stress that and celebrate and congratulate Alicia Keys on what she's doing. It's such an amazing thing. And Afropunk, I love Afropunk. I'm going to go next year. It's a celebration of Black Beauty in and of itself. The whole thing, Black Beauty, the um, music, the vibe, art, all that fullness and just awesome, cool, dopeness of Blackness on display. And I really wanted to make sure I touched on that. So oh, it's it's just, you know, it's been a, it's been a heavy week in beauty. <laughs> for black people, for black women. And I wanted to make sure I touched on those topics this week. So thanks guys for tuning in. Well, beautiful people, that's our show for the day. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. It's on Apple's iTunes and follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle again is Sheena D1. That's Sheena, S-H-E-E-N-A, the letter D and the numerical one. Share with your friends. I'll continue my conversations on beauty and business in the upcoming podcast. So stay tuned and always remember to let it be known that my beauty is my business. Boom. Bye, guys. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.